This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You family. Michelle Abraham here today and have I got an amazing guest for you today, guys. I have got one of our amazing clients and featured podcasters, Laura Langmeyer here. And she is the millionaire maker. And oh my gosh, so many other things I want to tell you about her. But first, let's just say hi. Hey, Laurel. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you doing today? I'm great. And I can't wait to teach people how to be millionaires. I love it. So let me just share a little bit more about you with our audience. And I know, like, I feel like most people already know who you are from your name. Uh, You've been on so many international stages, you're entrepreneurial thought leader, speaker, been on tons of TV, New York Times bestselling author five times. Um, And I just think that I actually saw you speak in Vancouver probably about 15 years ago. And I was just like, you'd flown there in a private jet with your daughter and then you were speaking and I was like, I want to do that. (laughs) And I just thought that was so cool. Um, so I'm very honored to have you here with us today on our podcast. And our entrepreneurs listening today, uh, they start their business with like the, the goal of being a millionaire. Uh, I would say most people do. That's kind of just well, like a hundred. How about at least a hundred thousand there? At least a hundred thousand. Some of them start smaller, but I know their end goal is being a millionaire. Yeah. Why are not many people, especially women, not making it to that millions? It's shocking. Only 3% of women make it to the millions. Um, I don't know if it's some psychological thing about the old role playing of, you know, the Ward and Jude Cleaver day of if I start a business, you know, I'm going to be extra money for the family versus I am the money for the family. Right. And as a single mom, right. And I chose parenting in 1999, going to be a mom and he didn't want to be a dad. So that was pretty easy. But I, I, but psychologically, I went into it very differently. Like I was, I'm going to jam. I'm going to make single parenting the coolest thing ever and be the coolest mom and take, you know, my kids all over the world and uh, fly in a private plane 90% of their entire lives. That's all they've ever flown. In fact, my son's becoming a pilot. And my daughter's just took her first helicopter uh, ride to become a helicopter pilot. So awesome. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we can fly you around everywhere. <laughs> so what happens with most people is because you're taught that to get to actually make money, you have to have a job. And if you need more money, you get another job. What's not introduced early enough in life is being an entrepreneur. And most people don't know how to walk into uh, being an entrepreneur. Um, some people are not designed to be, it's better to be on a team. Uh, women though, for example, I mean, it's, it's fascinating to me because I kind of laugh at the statistics. They're like, oh my gosh, the pandemic has had so many people get to the workforce. It's like, they've all been in the workforce. I think the difference is they decided to actually really get in the worst, like really create service and be an entrepreneur. But the number one mistake, Michelle, that people make is they stay a solopreneur or, you know, that, that, that just under their own, you know, whether it's a social, social security number and in Canada, it's your SIN number. You can't operate under yourself. You need to have a company with a different bank account, corporate structure, uh, where you get to like legally write off all the deductions uh, that you have with it. 
And most people, I think, just say, oh, I'm going to make do a business like as a side hustle to make a little money. And I think you know me well enough. I make fun of side hustles. I say, if you're going to, if you're going to side hustle, hustle. Like yeah. the difference between a side hustle and a hustle in my vernacular is a hundred thousand. If you're going to go for it, don't get out of bed for less than a hundred grand. It's a lot of work to be an entrepreneur. And I don't know that a lot of people tell you that. And as a mom, and if you're a woman out there and you have kids, bring them along with you, like bring them on this journey, put them in, you know, employ them in your company. So I don't, I think there's a lot of reasons. As you heard, I just like downloaded hundreds of like tons of reasons why. I think the biggest one though is there's not a lot of us mentors. You know, Sharon Lecter was the only really woman mentor who was an available mentor. Like you could look at the Oprahs of the world and, you know, the whoever. Well, I mean, Martha Stewart's been amazingly financially successful. Ellen's been successful. There's been TV people, but who's been out in the streets really helping and then being available? Because there's a lot of CEO women, but they're not mentoring. So when you really think about women who want to look at women and want to be a mom and want to be a wife or want to be a partner and don't know how to put it together, I think women just back out and play small. I don't think so. I know so. I've been doing this for too long and I listen to them. And I think they should lean in and, and totally be the nurturer and the caregiver. I mean, I am. I, I care for so many of my clients like you do. You care for me well, you know. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and so what do you think? Need to step up. I think my massive step up and let us help you become amazing because you are. You just aren't ready to monetize yourself. How would you suggest uh, the first steps for someone to just like step up and step into it? Call me. So <laughs> talk to me. So uh, the one thing I do have is I have a site called asklaurel.com, A-S-K-L-O-R-E-L. You can ask me any questions 24-7. If you want to do the $17 membership, you can, but it's really a free site for people to ask questions. And I'm all over on social, primarily TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And the reason I say those is it's just engage, like lean in and say, this isn't beyond me. Like I grew up in a farm in Nebraska. I didn't grow up with any conversation with money. Most people never grew up with a conversation with money. So I made a lot of this up. I've also paid for a lot of mentoring. And I think for the first step is to lean in and say, I want this. I want to make at least go for a hundred thousand. Let's say 120. That's 10,000 a month. Any Anybody listening to your podcast could easily do 10,000 a month. Divide by four, that's 250 a week. Divide by five, that's $500 a day. Don't tell me, no, everyone listening cannot make 500. Most of my teenage kids that are, you know, on their way to making millions are making 500 to 1,000 a day. Wow. And where, how are they making the money? Is it like through their own like expertise or is it like, what do you think the best strategy is? So I think the only strategy in the beginning is do what you know how to do. And you may not like some of the stuff you know how to do. Like I've got men who are handymen and very mechanical or women who are really great house cleaners because their mom made them clean all the time and they hate it or teachers who need to be a tutor. I mean, do what you know how to do naturally. And that's easy. And I would say more service-based is better because to produce a product, like I have a client right now producing this amazing CBD, right? I have clients that do direct sales companies, products and invention take capital and, and honestly, amazing distribution. Because I know when this, when this product started, um, I had just gotten injured a couple of years ago and he made the best CBD, like literally this stuff. It's over 900 exact immediate absorption CBD. And it's the highest grade. It's not crap. It's not olive oil, which is most people CBD. My point is he, he almost broke. Like so many people who start inventions and products 
They use all their money to get their patents, their trademarks, all the things which you need. But don't start that way. Have that be your second or third company. Don't start with stuff that's going to cost an ungodly amount of money to get started. Like right now in print on demand, you can go to Amazon and do a print on demand book. I mean, you don't do a big New York Times as a bestseller as a starting point. You know, my first like big book that actually got me this book was I partnered with Jay Conrad Levinson, the gorilla marketing guy. And I just said, I want to do a gorilla wealth book. And he said, I don't do that. It took me a year to get that deal. I said, yeah, but I'm gorilla like in wealth building. So let me use your gorilla and not market <laughs> you money. And so finally in 2004, I got him to partner with me. So I think in the beginning, like I just knew enough about money. and I needed a vehicle to get my message out from that. McGraw-Hill called and gave me a seven-figure contract. So I think just do what you know how to do, even though you might not like it. Like I have some like women who were stay-home uh, moms and they had, like I've made so many women jewelry or artist millionaires, shockingly enough, because they are so good. You just don't use Etsy and you know Pinterest. Like really get your brand out. Like get a podcast about, I'm an artist millionaire, brag about it. That's the other part though, Michelle, women do not like to talk about themselves. Right. They have such an overcome of, I'm going to get out and I'm going to say, you know, I'm amazing. I Like you say, you're amazing. And we don't say it with any arrogance. We say it because we're confident. We know we serve lives and we help people. So I think if the moms can take that energy and, and eliminate the guilt, eliminate the, oh my gosh, I'm going to tell the world. You're not saying that you're amazing. I'm amazing and helping you is what you need to be telling them. But start with the simple stuff. Easy stuff that you know how to do. Um, I have a new, a new client. She's super fun. And she loves being a mom. She's got eight kids. Lives in Utah. So you can just kind of know that whole neighborhood. Big houses. And I said, so uh, she, her company's called Every Mother Needs a Mother. Okay. So instead of having all the kids in the neighborhood just run around chaotically and no aftercare, and then like the parents get home late, she does... Now she'll like, she sets up tutoring in her house. She's formalized it all, obviously. She sets up snacks. She sets up activities. So it's a place where people get to go. And then she cooks and delivers food to the family. So they have healthier food, not just fast food. So she just kind of made this six-figure business around what she already is doing. She's already feeding eight. I mean, why not feed, you know, I think she's feeding about 80 to 100 right now. So she's more than 80. (laughs) So it's just, I could go on and on. Like, what do you like to do? What are you good at? Like my daughter, she's 16. She's amazing. She's a dancer. So she's learned to put on makeup, fake eyelashes, do her hair, all dance. I mean, all by herself. Um, Where I see moms still doing that for their 16-year-olds. It's like, you put on your own stuff. So like I told her, I said, why don't you start a little mentoring class for these up-and-coming dancers? I mean, she's known for her face and her makeup. I said, so teach people what makeup to buy, how to do it, how to keep your skin healthy. So I don't know if she's going to do that. That's an idea right now. But like, I'm thinking like that, something that you know, that you can easily transfer to other people and make some money. Yeah. And I mean, I like that you're saying that it doesn't have to be something you love right away. I mean, it can eventually be something you love, but just get started. And I think that's the key is just get started. So you were mentioning earlier about corporations and how you need to have a corporation company behind your business. So is it too early right from the get-go to start a corporation? Or do you need to have a little bit of revenue coming in first? Nope. Nope. Old, old old-fashioned CPAs and accountants will tell you, you do. I would say it's not about the money you make. It's about the intention you want to live. Hmm. And you should all write that down. So if you want to like activate the tax code in your country, and this is a worldwide principle, the U.S. is definitely the dominant force. There's four corporate structures, trust structures, 
and 81,000 pages of code. Versus Canada, there are four corporate structures and trust structures, 3,400 pages of code. Big Ooh. difference between 81,000. Like you guys can't write off your kids as fast as we can write off our kids. We can write off our vehicles, entertainment, food, wardrobe. Like there's just so many more. So a lot of our higher net worth clients around the world do form their companies with us. And I have a company that does that for you and they'll tell you what to do. But like when my kids were 18 for their birthday, that's how aggressive. They're an adult. Start writing your life off. Live your life, what I call corporate life. So regardless, I mean, even if they... I'd say, here's the, here's the legal definition, is if you have a legal intent to make money, then you start your company right now, because then you can activate the code. If you stay a sole proprietor, you only get about 13, depending on the country, 13 to 30 deductions. Wow. You don't yeah. get them. Like this little baby right here, you don't get to do. This you get to do in your company. Like I, Laurel Langmire, own don't own a phone. I don't own a house. I don't own cars. I don't own a lot of jewelry. Because that's just not Laurel as a person. My companies make me do all these things. You guys get it. So I teach living corporate life in like my plane that I flew up and met you originally on. That was a corporate asset. A company owned that. And it flew me and my team around because I got around a lot faster. We could make the company and we could serve more people. So I think just moms had to kind of come out. And, you know, the other thing I just got to speak to moms because John Dean Martini was my like most amazing mentor in being a single mom, because there's this part where, you know, guilt creeps in. <laughs> of, oh my gosh, I should just be a mom all the time. Um, but like he said, you know, did you really, I grew up in a huge Nebraska family. So I had aunts and uncles. He said, you didn't have just one mom and one dad raising you. And so I'll never forget my son was like seven and kind of resenting that, you know, we were hauling around the world and doing all this. And I wasn't at some of his sporting events. And so we made a family. So I picked five family, five men, five women to put around my son and my daughter. And then we've done it now. So just build yourself a family around your community and support each other. Maybe you each all support each other, do your businesses together, do a collaborative business together. Oh, so I love I that encourage, idea. There's a lot of ways to eliminate. I have to be the only one raising my kids. Like now, I mean, I've got, I have had women and men in my, or my kids' lives that have lots of culture. I mean, they've traveled all over the world, but now like speak different languages and just exposed to the world. It's not just your one way of seeing it. Yeah, I love that idea so much. We just got back from a team retreat in Mexico. I took our team members there and my kids came. They came to the one where we took our clients on a, a few months ago. And just that exposure to different cultures, different people. I think that alone is really helpful for them to see and to see us like having a business and making our own money and doing our own choices and being able to afford those things because of those choices we've made, I think has been really helpful um, in in them growing up. So if you were to ask your kids, Laurel, what has been one of like their favorite things, like growing up with a mom, an entrepreneurial mom, what would you say that, what would they say? Um, well, I, I know they would be different at this point. Both of, both of them would say they've been to six or seven continents. They've traveled the world. They've seen a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so they know they're extremely privileged from that perspective. Uh, I would say the both of them would say their adult, their ability to interact and get out behind this thing with cultures and people from all over the world. And especially my son. I mean, he remembers meeting and flying on helicopters with Tony Ryan Blair. Colin Powell. Um, I mean, Trump, we did the whole Trump tour, uh, whether you like him or not. I mean, he puts on pretty world-class stuff. I mean, the Kiyosaki world. I mean, our exposure and their exposure 
which now fast forward. So I was talking about my son. He's 23 years old. You don't think he knows how to build a Rolodex. You don't think he knows how to build a database. He's in Congress right now. He was going to be an intern. He is an intern. I said, yeah, but speak to the, like, you know, like go straight up. If you want to meet a congressman or go meet who you want to meet. You're in Washington, D.C., for God's sake. As you can always talk to the interns and party with them on the weekend. But like during the day, go take them out for coffee. Anyway, fast forward, he's only been there about a little over a month and he just got a massive job. Like he moved from intern to, and and he's got to be a CPA. So all of that, I think just that interaction, the cultural interaction, the uh, openness to just people and just knowing how to make their own money. Both my, both my kids, I could set them free today. doesn't matter what I'm doing for generational wealth. That's just going to be additive because I want a huge generational legacy uh, around the work that I've done. But my kids both could go make their own money and be totally independent today. And they do things like tutor. Um, and again, get your kids as a mom. That's like, you know, don't become the bank. I don't care how old they are. My kids started little companies when they were four. I mean, clearly I'm around and I'm helping them, but have them not think, oh, mom and dad are the bank. I have to go ask them for money. What could they do? Like my kids, both tutors still do today. My daughter, Nanny, she does a lot of graphics. She does video editing. Um, he does all of our travel. He's a complete travel agent. He knows how to book travel and build up credit card, credit points like crazy. So engage them, have them be part of the family dynamic. And I think the moms, especially speaking to moms out there, you're going to have a way better experience in being an entrepreneur because you're not going to feel guilty. They're going to come along. Hate them when they come along. Like my kids did order forms. I mean, you remember my daughter, she passed out cards, picked up cards, passed out order forms. She got paid that day very specifically for those tasks. So there's a visual immediate um, gratification to it. Not like it's just part of a paycheck they don't see. Amazing. What do you wish people knew about making money that is not talked about a lot? It's easy. It's easy. When you have a heart of serving somebody, uh, and I, I have a great, actually, I want to give everybody listening, um, if I, if I put it, we'll put it in the show notes, two tickets to my millionaire intensive. So every three weeks for a whole day from 10 to six uh, Pacific time, I teach like what it takes to be a millionaire for the first two hours. And then I teach a bunch of marketing and then we go into a marketplace where literally, if you're just watching this today, you could just say, what could I do today to make some money? And I think that that transfer of, let's say, energy and thinking of what's my skill set. So say you're an admin assistant or uh, an accountant and you work inside a big corporation. Well, can't you be a bookkeeper on the side? Couldn't you do a VA service and just support other people? You do what my son does. I mean, book travel for people if you like to be a travel agent. Um, there's, there's so many things that they could do. I think bringing them along is a huge part of that message and, um, making money is easy. So I think part of that too, Michelle is make it fun. Like, what could you do? And think, instead of think, oh my gosh, I got to go sell Michelle. Oh my God, I'm going to sell her. <laughs> buy a mentoring package and I get all worried and freaked out about it. No, I'm going to serve her life. I'm going to teach her how to be a million. I'm going to teach her how to have a company, how to use her company. Right. Um, so when you think of how many lives can I help? And you get up from that energy versus, oh my gosh, I have to make my sales goals today. Well, yeah, you got to make your sales goals, but you're also making service goals. How many humans are you helping? Helping 10 and 12 isn't enough. Like you all have a big life, help hundreds, thousands. I've helped millions, millions of years I've been doing this. So when you switch that, and I think women have to switch that, Michelle, I think women have such a weird energy about selling and then they give it away. Okay, so another big tip. This oh my God, trillion. that's my problem. I gave it away. <laughs> my trillion dollar tip. This is a big trillion. Is write down your money rules, which are in here. I have a whole chapter on how to write down your money rules. 
and then write down your charity rules. Mm -hmm. So when you are clear as a, especially a woman about that, like I give all kids financial literacy for free. So as long as the parent comes as my client, so I can shape them up and train them properly. The kids, I don't care how long that they stay a client because I have a lifetime membership. So a kid, I could meet a kid at, I have, I've met kids at 12 and now they're 24 and they're getting married and they're having babies or they're 30. They don't ever have to pay me. So I, my charity is your children. So you bring them along. I will mentor them and for the rest of, you know, as long as I'm doing this work, which should probably be the day I die. So my rule though, that what that helps me with Michelle is when people say, well, I don't make a lot of money and I'm a single mom. I, I would say, God made me a single mom so I can avoid that. That's not even an excuse. So what? I'm a single mom too. I'm not, I don't get deals. I don't get breaks because I'm a single mom. Grow up and make some money. So that's the energy that I teach with. It is also money's not hard to make. It's fun to make. You're helping people. I want you to hear that. And you're not going to discount. Like I won't discount adults. You're all capable. I'll discount your kids. In fact, your kids can come for free. If you don't have any, get some that are tax deductible. <laughs> so notice my, my, I have a strong voice in what right. I, my rules. And I think women, especially beginning women in business, they totally, they don't only discount, they give so much away mm -hmm. for free. And then they wonder why they don't have any money because you didn't ask for it. Yeah. You gave it all away. And it's not about not giving. It's about charity rules and money rules, business yeah. rules. Those are great. Uh, so good. You have so many Laurelisms. <laughs> and I know one of the ones I love is like your lazy assets. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder I if you could just dive into that one for a minute because I think that will help, helps propel people. <laughs> yep. Well, the reason I talk about lazy assets a lot, and again, like in my career, I had to go back and teach people how to make money to get the voice to go, you know, to uh, learn to invest is if you're not making a lot, you don't need to learn a lot about investing because you're just going to make and spend. That's the pattern of broke people. When you make and your attention is, I want to go buy a property. Like I think my daughter would be an amazing interior designer. I, I I know she would. I mean, her ability to craft an entire city in Minecraft, the way her mind works is fascinating. So I'm going to go out and buy probably a duplex or a fourplex with her. And we're going to go rehab together. My daughter. She's like, mom, you're crazy. I said, yep, I probably am. But I know once you get the rhythm of it, because of like just her own room is like her, her friends come over to her room and go, oh my gosh. I mean, just her own little interior designer of her room. Mm -hmm. I said, you can do this. Like, and she would be amazing. But again, I am going to go give her the experience of it. If she doesn't like it, we'll flip a house, make some money. We'll be done. If she likes it. That could be a new, you know, career path for her. Yeah, but what a great gift. Engage your kids. Don't leave them back there and say, you know, this is my personal life and this is my professional life. You have a life. Bring them all. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I so resonate with that. We moved off a grid. We live like on a lake where I get to take a boat to my house. Like, and my kids were like, now they're immersed in it. Like they have to see me work. They have, it's a part of our, it's a part of our life. So I think I just resonate with that a lot. Laurel, I know your time is so precious and we want to thank you so much for having and for being here with us today and uh, spending the time. Where can we, you're going to give a couple of tickets away to your event. We're going to put that in the show notes link. Where else can we connect with you? Ask Laurel, go ask questions there. Asklaurel.com is ask any questions there. And uh, to get the tickets, um, in fact, we'll, we'll code them so we know everybody's come you know, from uh, your direction. If you go to Laurel, L-O-R-A-L dot club, you can get actually an ebook copy of The Millionaire Maker. I just remembered this link. And you can get two tickets to The Millionaire Intensive. And it's every three weeks. So we're doing one 
March 16th. So I'm not sure when we're a uh, podcast is airing, but every three weeks on a Thursday, okay. we're here live and I teach it. I don't sub it out to, you know, my protégés. I teach <laughs> it. So I want to be with you front facing and help you with your money and business issues. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. You've given a lot of insight to our audience and a lot of things for them to think about. And I just love your attitude of just get started and make it a business right from the get go because you're setting that intention, uh, you know, right from the beginning. So thanks so much, Laurel. Have a fabulous day and Amplify You Family. Go out there, go get Laurel's book, go to Ask Laurel, go get the tickets to her event. She'll change your life and you will not regret it. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, and review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.